and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stephanie Dabrowski, your anxiety relief coach and healing guide. I help you conquer anxiety with holistic methods by teaching you strategies, tips, and coping skills for anxiety and stress management, helping reprogram your thought patterns so you can learn to love yourself, and changing your lifestyle and habits for long-term relief. We will also uncover the roots of your anxiety, traumas, and codependent patterns so you can break free from the anxiety holding you back and live a happier and more confident life. Thank you for being here and spending your time with me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this training. So wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on YouTube, on my podcast, on Instagram, I want to welcome you. So today I'm talking about body image struggles, um, struggles that you might have with how you look, whether it's your body weight or other um, parts of your body. I know that I struggled with my nose for a really long time Um, and giving you tips on how to actually learn to love yourself, learn to love your body and how you look and to form a better relationship with your body. And first, I want to talk a little bit about what the symptoms of struggling to love your body looks like. Um, And one of those symptoms is disordered eating patterns. And this is something that I struggled with. And that can be anything as extreme as anorexia. So not eating enough. It could be uh, bulimia, binge eating disorders. Um, There's also other forms of disordered eating. So it doesn't have to be that severe. It could be eating when very emotional or feeling very stressed in an over active way or doing that too much. I know that we all like, you know, turn to a jar of peanut butter sometimes with a spoon when we're feeling really stressed or turn to chocolate, but it can also be overdone, right? Too much, too much of one thing is not going to be good. Um, restricting or punishing yourself for eating too much. That's something that I went through. That's going to be a symptom of disordered eating. Another one is eating based on how you looked in the mirror that morning, what your weight was that morning, how bloated you were feeling, and thinking that based on what your weight is or your body shape is that you don't deserve to eat. So that's you know self-punishment and actually self-harm. Um, another would be just eating too little overall. Um, and by too little, I mean if you are a fully grown adult and you're eating you know less, probably less than 2,000 calories a day, you're probably eating too little. I'm also speaking to the women out there um, who who read all the magazines that say, here's a 1500 calorie diet or a 1200 calorie diet. That is enough food for a toddler. (laughs) Um, So also um, just generally having shame around food um, or these guilty feelings around food is also a form of disordered eating as well as obsession over the amount of calories that you're eating, the amount of macros you are consuming, or just only having clean foods or portion sizes and just obsession and control over your food, which is also a disordered eating pattern. Um, Another one is just always having food on your mind. Um, Like what is your next meal going to be? What your previous meal was about? Like obsessively thinking about food is also a symptom of disordered eating and something you may struggle with if you struggle with your body image. Another is um, 
another symptom of body image struggles is crying when you see yourself in the mirror, crying or feeling shameful or judgmental when you're looking at yourself in the mirror or in pictures, like really hating taking photos. And in particular, obsession or fear around particular parts of your body, whether it's um, your nose or your stomach fat or like your arm fat, um, you know, having a, a double chin or anything like that. If you are obsessed with any parts of your body or have a lot of discomfort around people touching it. So if you are intimate with a partner or something like that and you have, you kind of retract or feel really upset when that person is touching your stomach fat or a part of your body that you're not a fan of that is also going to be a symptom of, of a struggle with body image. This constant want to change your body is, is going to be a symptom as well. So that could mean always thinking that you need to lose weight um, or to gain weight or just change your body or to be, to look differently, to be happier or needing a nose job or something like that to think that you are pretty enough. So this constant Thoughts around like not feeling skinny enough, not feeling pretty enough, not feeling whatever enough. Um, I, in addition to punishing yourself with food, there may also be this sense of punishment with exercise. So if you eat too much, then feeling like you need to burn it off, feeling like you need to exercise more when you're eating more, or that you can only eat if you exercise enough. Uh, another struggle that might be coming up for you that I have struggled with in the past as well is sex and intimacy struggles. So again, that, you know, fear around certain people touching your body or not feeling like you are lovable enough or not worthy of being touched or uh, just not able to become intimate with another person using, using your body. So that's a symptom of body image struggle as well. And the solution here is not to change your body. It's not a weight loss. It's not a nose job. Um, and that's something that I thought was going to make me happy. But the thing is that it's, it's not the solution because I you know, went and lost 30 pounds. And that's, that's after that, I was still unhappy. I was still, I was still having many of those same struggles. I was still obsessing over food. I was still crying at myself in the mirror and weight loss didn't change that. And I'm sure a nose job would not have changed that either. And learning to love yourself and learning to accept yourself is going to be a lot, a lot cheaper and a lot healthier for your body, for your body, for your mind. And to change any of those external struggles that you have, you have to deal with the internal first because changing something on the outside, if you still have that underlying internal struggle with your body image, which is at its core, a sense of judgment and hate towards yourself and towards your body. If you don't change that, you're still going to be unhappy after losing the weight, after getting the nose job, after getting the eyelashes, after putting on a certain amount of makeup, there's always going to be that underlying problem, no matter how much you change on the outside. And so what can you do to change the inside? What, what are some of the steps? And so the, some of the steps I'm sharing here with you are the same ones that I work on with my clients and that I've worked on myself. And so this is actually something I'm working deeply on with one of my one-on-one -on -one clients is learning more acceptance around her body, but also getting rid of this need to measure and count and 
control of certain foods and this only eating certain clean foods and forming a better, more balanced relationship with the foods that she's having, with exercise that she does. And so it's not coming from this place of self-hate or self-judgment. It's actually coming from a place of love and acceptance towards herself. Yes, you can still, I know I mentioned during the symptoms of the struggle, I mentioned wanting to change your body being a kind of a problem or a symptom of body image struggles, but you can still desire to change your body, but in a healthy way. Right. So in a way that is from the intention of, I want to live longer. I want to be able to have more energy. I want to be able to feel stronger and to go through life on a daily basis easier. That is a very different attitude than I need to be skinnier to be accepted. I need to be prettier to be loved, or I need to change myself because I'm not enough as I am. Right. So there's a difference. And that intention is really, really important. And that's something I'm actually working really deeply with one of my one-on-one clients on. And a lot of um, these tips are ones that I work on with my one-on-one clients. And so if you are interested in working one-on-one with me, the link will be in the description for applying to work with me, or you can send me a message and we can just chat what that would look like, chat about what that would look like. Um, I have five one-on-one coaching spots available, right? now um, and they are going fast. I already have three people that are interested in some of those spots. So if that's something that you're interested in, please (laughs) jump on that. And so now getting into some of those tips, the first thing is recognizing that pattern, recognizing, I mean, the symptoms of the struggle, but also recognizing that the, the struggle with your body image or not liking your body or lack of self-confidence, lack of self-esteem around your body all come from judgment towards yourself all come from self-hate versus love and acceptance. And so beyond recognizing just that all of it is linked to self-hate and self-judgment and not that you are not enough because everyone's body is good enough regardless of size, shape, form, weight, uh, color, all of that. Everyone's body and everyone's self is enough. So that means that any of those struggles are coming from self-imposed hate, self-imposed judgment. And yes, you might get comments from other people about them hating on your body or them judging your body, but you always, you don't have to also internalize those comments, right? And I know there's a lot of pressure from the outside and I'll I'll get into that. And so versus recognizing the patterns, just realizing that it's coming from self-hate, it's coming from self-judgment and that the problem is not your weight. The problem is the self-hatred and the self-judgment. And second is to dig into the beliefs about your self-worth and where that came from. Where did it come from? Where did the belief come from about your self-worth or whether you are good enough Um, being tied to the size, shape, or weight of your body or the look of your body? Where did that come from? Did it come from your mom or another mentor or other people around you talking negatively about their bodies and you absorb that earlier on in your life? Did it come from you being insulted or abused by a previous partner or other people around you? Did it come from absorbing you know, fake images on social media or in the movies or, you know, only being presented with one kind of beauty and just constantly being bombarded with that? Did it come from those influences, right? And all of these influences that I'm mentioning are from outside of you. So who taught you these influences? Was it your parents? Was it mentors? Was it teachers? Was it social media? Was it media in general? Was it movies? Where did those beliefs come from? 
and who do they, who do they belong to? And then next is to continue on that, how do those beliefs impact you? Do they cause you to feel like you need to change your body? Do they cause you to feel like you need to change how you are eating or how you are moving or how you should look? And is that serving you? Are those beliefs actually supporting you? Are they making you happy? Are they supporting the life that you want to have? Which I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you want a life in which you feel whole, in which you feel joyful, in which you feel confident, in which you feel happy, right? And those beliefs are probably not helping you get there. And then once you really dig into where those beliefs come from, because you have to dig into where they come from and then start to release it and start to realize that those are not yours before you can make room for what your new beliefs are. You have to make room for those new beliefs. And so what do you choose to believe instead? This is how you're going to find mantras or phrases or new beliefs or new ways of thinking that you want to have. That's really that all that affirmations are. And if you've ever, you know, if you're part of the self-love community online or things like that, I'm sure you've seen positive affirmations and things like that everywhere are positive words. Well, the ones that are going to ring really true to you are going to be the ones that you come up with, the beliefs that you choose to have based on also the beliefs you choose to ditch that you have learned that are not yours anymore. And so we need to make room for them. And then also those positive, those new positive affirmations that you adopt won't feel as gross, won't feel as sticky. And this is something you should practice daily. You should rewrite those positive beliefs, rewrite those new beliefs that you have like on a daily basis in a journal, um, on a whiteboard, maybe you want to put it on sticky notes everywhere. This is something to repeat over and over and over again. So when you start to have that, thought of like, oh, I'm seeing myself in the mirror and I'm hating how I look, realizing, okay, well, where is that thought coming from? Was that belief mine? You know, that my body isn't good enough. Okay, no, it's not mine. It belongs to this other person or it belongs to how my mom used to talk about her body or how media has pushed this certain image on me. And this is what I choose to believe instead. So you always get a choice. You get to choose what thoughts you get to have. You get to choose what your beliefs are you have power over that. And that is fucking amazing, right? And another practice that I use that's really, really important is asking myself on a daily basis, how am I feeling and what can I do to honor my body? So this is a really great journaling prompt. So asking yourself, writing about it, or you can even just think about it, but I think that writing really helps solidify it. And asking yourself, what is it that you need? So that can actually be a really hard choice. You know, sometimes you may have certain workouts planned or certain foods that you wanted to eat planned out and you realize like, Hey, actually I'm really sore. And so doing that, that workout or that cardio is actually not going to be good for me. It's going to make me more sore, going to make me a lot more tired and pushing my body is, does not seem like a loving thing. I'm going to do some yoga and gentle stretching instead, or I'm going to go for a long walk instead. And so this is something to constantly ask yourself, how am I feeling? What do I need to do to honor myself today? That is the biggest act of self-love. That is the biggest act of self-care. And can it, it can be really hard, especially if you have been living in the world where you think you should be working out a certain way, eating a certain way, looking a certain way. And it's going to be very difficult many days to choose between yourself and how you are feeling and what you need to do to honor yourself versus what you think you should be doing. Right? And this is going to be a continuous practice. So something I want you to journal on daily and 
Something that will also help with this practice is doing uh, deep breathing or meditation regularly. By regularly, I mean daily if you can, even if it's for a few minutes. That's going to help you tap into your needs and how you are feeling. I actually have specific meditations on self-awareness or helping you build self-awareness around how your body is feeling and how you are feeling. And I will drop the link for that in the description below if you want access to meditation specifically to help you build your self-awareness and also to help you with anxiety or things like that in different ways. And the next tip I want to share is to dance, dance a lot. (laughs) Something that I've learned in this in the past year is how much dancing has helped me get more in touch with my body because I don't know if I mentioned this earlier in the symptoms of the struggle, but disconnection or not being in touch with your body can also be a symptom of body image struggles, right? Because if you have a lot of negative thoughts about your body, um, about how you look, you, and you punish it a lot of the time and you have a lot of shame around your body, you probably are pretty disconnected from your body as well. And so dancing to like freely to music, not dancing a certain way or not having to dance with any certain kind of skills has really allowed me to get to know my body more. It has allowed me to um, also just become more aware of how my body moves. So it's almost like a meditative way of dancing, I guess you could say. And it's really just put on any kind of music and dance to it. Um, close your eyes, get in touch with the music, get in touch with the way that your body is moving. Sometimes if I'm feeling very, very anxious, very emotional, um, and sitting down to do a journaling exercise or sitting down to do a meditation or breathing exercise is difficult, I will actually dance. I will dance through those emotions. I will dance and shake out those anxious feelings. And this is Uh, especially helpful when that anxiety or when those emotions I am having are tied to me not feeling confident in my body. This is especially helpful. The practice of dance and dancing on a regular basis is especially helpful if you have experienced trauma like I have and many of my clients have. If you have experienced um, sexual abuse, if you've experienced non-consensual sexual encounters, Um, it's going to be a really great way to help you become more comfortable with the way that your body moves and the way that your body is. Um, Believe me, it is such a healing practice. It's also going to be a great way to shift your energy around when you have anxious or low self-esteem kind of energy trapped within your body. So great. Please do it. And um, if you are on Instagram, please tag me in your dancing videos. I would love to, or in the fact that you are dancing or chat with me about how you are incorporating dance or any of these journaling practices in your daily life. I would love to know. And I'd love to have dance parties with you. Like, fuck yeah. And the last tip that I want to share is to know that on this journey, you're still going to have low days. And that is okay. You're going to have days where me, even after working for many years on my self-image and on my confidence, I have days where I cry at the sight of my body in the mirror. And especially with moving less during um, during the pandemic and having a lot more, you know, pandemic-induced stressed eating, I am a little softer. I'm a little bit squishier than I am used to. I weigh a little more than I'm used to. I don't know what my weight is, but 
there are times recently where I've had, you know, more low days and just know that those days will pass. They're going to help you appreciate the high days even more. And I find that the happiest times happen after that, after getting through that low day, because these tips that I'm giving you and these practices are going to help you recognize that you have the power to get out of that low. You have the power to get out of those negative thoughts that you are having because those negative thoughts are not you. Like I said, digging into those beliefs that you have about self-worth being tied to body size or the way your body looks, realizing that those are not your beliefs and choosing new ones is going to also help you recognize that power and to get out of those low days. So recognize that they happen, accept that sometimes you're going to have a low day um, and that's all part of the journey of learning to love your body and we are in this together. This is something that I am both the teacher on and I'm also the student and this is something I continuously, continuously work on. And so with that, this is a pretty quick training. So thank you so much for diving in with me. And if you have any questions on this topic or on um, any other topic that I discuss on that I discuss on here, I would love for you to join me. Thursdays live on my Instagram for a live Q and a. Um, so these are my community live. So this I'll be having them at 4 PM on Thursdays where you can ask me anything about the training of the week or about any topic that I, that I openly talk about. And I'll be happy to help you through the struggle that you are having through the, for the, with the question that you have. And so I'd love for you to join me again. My Instagram is at jessica.stephanie16 and you can join me there Thursdays, 4 PM live for the training. And if you want a written recap of this training, hop on my email list. The link will be in the description to be able to get written recaps of these live trainings. So if you're someone who wants to stay off of social media or you like things in a written form, that's going to be great. So join me live on Thursdays for the community lives on my Instagram and sign up for the email list. If that's something that you want in a written form, if you want these trainings in a written form. So I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to connect with you and thank you so much for joining me.